Josh fix on the beats. Deeper. Yeah. If you survive and can see through the pain, it gets deeper. If you can shine through the guilt and the shame, it gets deeper. It only takes one moment to change. You might be hurting, but you still ain't helpless. And the revelation carries way more than the message. It's deeper. more to that lineup. It's the mind behind sun. Over your mind, you realize. Yeah, you're you might be hurting. But you're not helpless. But you're not helpless. Even in the cut. Help is on the way. Yeah. Peace is nice. Please, it's like Chinese diets on peas and rice. Righteous. Here we are live, deeper than a cut. We are in the building. We are prepared and ready to start this new year off of 2022 with a deeper than a cut podcast. I'm one of your hosts here in D'Angelo Smith. My name for the show will be Smitty. And I have my co-host here with us, Terrence Hobson, better known as Mr. Halftime. What's Mr. up, everybody? Halftime, I'm telling y'all, Deeper Than The Cut has come to really provide opportunity and to provide help in a way that you've never experienced it before. This is the realest thing that you're going to get. You have two gentlemen here that are barbers by trade, and we have over 40 years of experience together in the industry of entrepreneurship. And we have been pretty successful at uh, doing what we God do in good. this in this industry. God has been amazing to us. And so we wanna provide that same opportunity to the people that uh, may be in the same place that we've experienced before where you get stuck and you get frustrated and you get uh, angry about what's going yeah. on within entrepreneurship. And we wanna give opportunity and be a help and assistance on Deeper Than A Cut there are a few things that you can expect to receive. You can expect to receive an uplifting in your spirit. You can expect to be encouraged after you leave. You can also expect to get a direction on the way to go because entrepreneurship is something that we care about. We're going to mix in faith in the belief of what you can't see because you're going to need something some days as entrepreneurship and you can't. Feel it. You ain't got it. You don't know what to get. You, you, don't, you don't have anything left to give, but you're going to have to have faith throughout this walk That's of right. entrepreneurship. That's and um, today we have, as my co-host, man, this is my guy here. I, I just can't what talk up? enough about this guy, man, Terrence Hobson. And we we call we call him halftime. Yeah. But he, but he cut the whole time, you know. Yeah, he cut the whole time. <laughs> halftime cut the and, whole and time. We have um, such a great relationship. Me and him have been working together. Uh, working together literally for 20 years and been knowing each other about 25 years. And, and we have decided, you know, we've done so many business ventures together that has been successful. And we've been asked on so many occasions, Hobson, how many times we've been asked to, 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 to come on and do a, a podcast of some sort. Man, countless times. And we're countless here times. and we're here doing it now. Right here. And we, we prepared for the 2022 as a kickoff date for us to get ready and get started within this podcast world. So I have here Terrence Hobson. He's a barber extraordinaire. He, he, he actually, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm gonna be honest with you. He's probably the like best barber time. I know. And I'm being Thanks, sincerely honest. I give props to my brother. Thanks, he is bro. consistent. He's faithful. He's diligent to it. Thanks. And I've seen him over 20 plus years of doing this work. And, um, I just want to ask you, brother, you know, as we go ahead and get into this podcast, there, there's things that I see in your life that I've seen over the last 20 years that really helps to put perspective or respect in place for you. And one of the biggest things that I see 
that no matter in what realm you're working in, whether it's home, family, you know, whether it's job, whether it's school, whatever it is that you're doing, I see a level of hard work, man, that is second to none, man. I'm I'm just going to segue you into this, man. He gets up. And he's at the shop at six o'clock. I, I mean, come on now. He he's already there working when I ain't got out the bed. Some people ain't got out the bed and he's at the shop working. Why is hard work so important to you? Man, that's that's actually a wonderful question. And, and a lot of people, a lot of entrepreneurs, even the class workers, right, for corporate America, don't really understand like what entrepreneurship really means. Like when you when yeah. you say you're an entrepreneur, you're saying to me and every other entrepreneur that you're independent. Yeah. And, and what that means for me is like you you have to have that grit, that grind yeah. type of mentality. Yeah. Right. You yeah. gotta get up. Yeah. When nobody else wanna get up. Yeah. You know, I've been called crazy. Like, <laughs> well, man, for a while, Smitty, I, I I used to laugh like, man, this guy called me crazy. Man. But 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 it made sense for me though. Right. You know what I mean? Right. That hard work, like as long as you see the vision. Right, right. As long right. as you understand the outcome and what you're looking for, it doesn't matter what anybody else thinks. Yeah, yeah. So I'll be crazy if it take me being successful deeper than the cut. It's deeper than the cut. It's deeper than the cut. If it takes that from me, right, to to get up that early and put every ounce of energy into everything that I'm doing, then that's what I want to be. You know, success for everybody is different. Yeah, well, yeah. Successful to me means that I gotta stay hungry. Yeah, it's all up to me. That's right. Right, it's all up to me. So I gotta, I gotta stand up. I gotta get up. I gotta put be about it when I leave at home. My family is expecting yeah. to have time to come yeah. back home with some groceries. <laughs> you know, a little life, a little, little living, yeah. a little living. You know, and so that's what it takes. That's all awesome, hard man. work, man. Man, it's it's crazy to hear you talk about it because I see it on a day-to-day basis. And to see wow. you in your lane of hard work, man, I'm telling you, man, it's admirable, it's it's encouraging, and it also helps to uplift people because I see you doing it at over at the barber school. You, you're really helping out those students over there. You, they see your your passion. They see yeah. your your love and, and care for those students. And, and they really, really draw to that because sure. the energy that they, that, that they feel yeah. throughout your hard work, they see you leaving and coming and leaving it and putting the same energy in every time every they see you. They expecting the uh, inspiration yep. word. They're Absolutely. expecting the vibe and the, the feel of it to be uh, uh, at a certain level. And that yeah. speaks to your personality. Absolutely. So w- what is it that about your personality that you think that is so infectious to people yeah. And and every person that you come in contact with, they they want to be a part of it. Man, the personality is a big piece. It's if not the biggest piece, um, in this industry and in any, any industry of entrepreneurship. Yeah. Um, because be for myself as as an example, like if if I if I'm trying to gain a build a clientele, I'm trying to yeah. gain clients. I'm yeah. trying to build a rapport with the, with my community that I'm working in. They have they have to like me first. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you you can't you can't you mean look to tell like me they, you, you mean to tell me they gotta like they you? gotta like me. Hey, hey Smitty, they gotta like halftime <laughs> because how other how uh, what other way am I gonna attract them to my barber That's right. chair? That's right. What other way will I attract them yeah. to want to talk and have a conversation, That's a right. business conversation with me? That's right. Right. So that word decorum is yeah. all in there. It's, yeah. it's dress, speech, and behavior. Yeah. You know what I mean? Come on with but it your then. personality, your personality have to be, it must be. Listen, for every entrepreneur, everybody thinking about entrepreneurship, look yourself in the mirror and we got to have a little a self-examination. Yeah. 
okay? Because your personality, when you're trying to build clients and you're trying to build a report and a nice little network within yourself and bridge the gap from one entrepreneur to the next, yeah. I got to like you. I, I'm just speaking for myself. Yeah. My man Smitty over there, look, we've been working for 20 <laughs> years, you know what I mean? And I mean, I ain't never had an argument with this guy. Yeah. And I know we've had our disagreements, yeah. but but his personality, right. it makes me want to do business yeah. with him yeah. on, on any level. That's right. On any level. That's right. So the personality actually adds to oh, the, the allure of people wanting to be around you. 100%. And when they want to be around you, they spend their money. Right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you got to want to come spend your money with That's them. right. Yeah, That's yeah. Right. I, I make you want to come spend you the money. spend your huh? money, man. <laughs> I got I to gotta get some fiddles. The, the family Absolutely. looking for some fiddles, man. They're Absolutely. looking for something to eat. And they're yes. expecting to have yes. time to bring home the bacon, as it were. Man. And, 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 and bringing home the bacon, you have to have a profession in which you work in. Yes. And and I understand that you have several businesses and we will get into those yes. uh, with this just being the introduction piece of our uh, podcast. Yep. We're just going to do some introductory pieces and we're just gonna, I want to ask you about um, your profession from a standpoint of why did you choose the profession of barbering and how did it evolve and how did it grow and what are you doing now in the barbering industry? that makes you uh, so successful? Man, I started off as a kid, man, just desiring clippers. I didn't know, you know, why I wanted to cut hair. Yeah. I was 12 years old, man. But right. but at the same time, you know, it was something about those clippers. I, I wasn't an average kid. I didn't, I didn't want G.I. Joe, man. I didn't want the Legos. <laughs> I didn't want, you know what I'm saying, the Hot Wheel cars Absolutely. and all of that stuff. I wanted clippers. And my, for a long time, my parents would not allow it. Right. And it took my grandmother to really talk to my mom and say, hey, listen, this boy may be on to something. He like it. Just what, how hard? What, what's the worst could happen? Yeah. You know, yeah. and it was like. I so finally, you had some support. You I had, had somebody some fighting for your, for your vision. Big mama. Yeah. She came through for me. And I got those clippers and I was my worst victim. <laughs> I, I was my worst victim. My mom, whoo, called down fire from heaven, man. She said the devil done touched on me a little bit when she seen that haircut, man. I, I did a doozy on myself, y'all. I did, I did. But, but you know, that compelled me to get better, though. Yeah, you know, yeah. that compelled me to get better. So at that point in time, you literally could have either said, you know what, this ain't for me. Oh man, but that drive that you had in you, it pushed you a little farther and made you want to not just mess your hair up, mess up a couple, a couple oh, other people. Oh man, I had some friends who was on punishment for the whole summer. You understand? Why would you let that boy cut your hair? He ain't never cut no hair before in his life. You stand this out for two weeks. You know it was. Messed them up bad. So what did that do to prepare you? Where are you doing now? Where are you at in your professional career man. now? I know we started off at a place, but where are you yeah. at now in that profession? Where I am now, man, is a beautiful place. I get, obtained my Michigan barber license, you know, and now I'm a licensed instructor. Wow. You know, in the, I'm at the pinnacle wow. of, of this industry and, and desiring my own school. So, you know, what, so what you started at, man, it, it's a little deeper than than than, than, the, than the mess up hair messed up haircuts oh that you God. gave yourself. It's it's a little deeper than that, man. It's so much deeper. It's so much deeper because again, that personality and would it take that work ethics that go with that and that constant believing in yourself, yeah, digging, digging yeah, yeah. when there's no flame at all. You have to find some heat at least yeah, yeah. to to kind of like rub it together and, and get a fire going to conti continue to believe in yourself to push yourself even further where we are right now. 
man. That's Keep absolutely it in the cup, amazing, baby. man. That is that is awesome, man. Keep it in the cup. Uh, your, your story, man. Every time I hear it, as many times I know the story, right? But just you know, hearing it over and over right. again, man, it's so inspiring, man. Because I know the work that you put in. I know the True. personality that you have, and I realize the profession in which you work. And 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 to be honest with you, man, it, you cutting hair is what started me cutting hair. Wow. It made me want to start cutting hair. Wow. You were cutting my hair before I ever was a barber. I so, remember. you know, around I remember. 14 years Long old, time you, know, running. you know what I'm saying? 14 yes, years old. I'm, I'm, I'm excited about cutting yeah. hair. And I, and I had a couple of those, you know, mess ups and tear ups Ooh, and wee. dips and glips. And shout out to Leon Hines, my cousin for <laughs> letting me, who is now bald probably because of me, because right, I cut right. some plugs in the back. I cut some plugs in the front, but, <laughs> The fact that he gave me the opportunity, he said, cuz, yeah. just go and do what you need to do. You're going to yeah. be great at this. And he That's gave right. me opportunity to do it, but it came from coming to the barbershop True. and watching you cut hair and seeing, you know, that this is something that I can do. And I went home and tried it. Yeah. And 20 years later, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm loving what I'm doing. I, I, I went to school. I thought enough to go to school yes. and make sure that it was important enough for me to, to, to become uh, legitimate within the, uh, framework of what I wanted to work with being a barber you know some people man they just want to just do it to an extent to yeah. because they have the gift to do it right but then there's a license to do it as well Absolutely. And, and, and I left literally right out of high school shout out Denby High School okay uh, <laughs> -E. high school -E and, in the and building. as soon as I came out of uh, high school I had my cousin Kimberly uh Rashida she uh reminded me didn't you say you want to go to barber school right and, and, and I went to barber school right out of high school. So I was 18 years old in barber wow. school wow. trying to figure this thing out. I, I didn't know. I remember that. But I know I wanted to do it, right? Yes. You've been yes. cutting for five, four years since Absolutely. 14 years old. And it, it, it's the thing that made you feel worth yeah. anything, you know. And then yeah. you start to understand the importance of, you know, making other people feel good. Yeah. Because a haircut does more than just give you, That's you know, a, a, a look or a style. Sure. It actually it speaks to your confidence. Absolutely. See, it's deeper than a cut. It goes further than what you can see on the surface. Right. Because a cut can literally change your personality. Absolutely. It, it, it can make your head rise oh. up. You can walk around. And, and <laughs> I watch these uh, memes on, on YouTube <laughs> and Instagram and all that. And I see the difference from a person coming, you know, I'm a little Mickey. Oh, they meet. Once they get that haircut and that hairline, they walk different. They start walking out of there like George Jefferson. To the baby. side <laughs> with the hip hop. That, that pants leg swinging. And so that's when I realized that, you know, you can affect people. Yeah. With the, with your hands, yeah. with clippers. Absolutely. And clippers was able to do that. So I decided to go to school. That's and big, um, after wow. doing that, I came and worked at your barbershop. Remember yeah. that? I remember that, you, man. You wow. the first place I worked That's at. That's crazy. Where I, where I was hired at. And, 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 crazy, and in doing that, it, it just gave opportunity for me to just fall in love even the more. Yeah. Being in a place where I can, I can grow, I can sure. mature, and I can be at a place where, you know, um, I even got to the point like you. I, I, I obtained... My barber, my, my instructor's license. Sure. And my instructor license has led me uh, to Michigan Barber School where I do the same thing as you. We, we teach right. love. We encourage. We uplift. Right. We teach and show how to cut hair, the proper techniques sure. to the students. Oh, and, and they receive it on a level like never before. Like never before. And in addition to that, man, this barber oh. industry, I'm telling y'all, it's vast. It's unlimited. It can go as far as you want it to go. Don't yes. Do not ever limit yourself. That's why I wanted to get into entrepreneurship because there's no limit. There's no holdup. There's That's no, right. you know, and so, and, and on top of that, 
I got elected to become a part of the board for the state of Michigan. See that? Now look at that. For the state of Michigan, Come on, I, I literally sit on the board that regulates the industry in which I love, the barber on, industry, the schools, the barber colleges, That's the it, barber man. shops, the barber students, the barber license instructors. Man, I, I, uh. I sit on that board at this point in time, but at 14 years old, I didn't I didn't think that. You didn't that. see that. Because it's, it's, it's deeper it's than what deeper you see. It's deeper than the cup, baby. It's not what's on the surface. This no, thing sir. goes deeper than you can ever imagine. And now, yeah. I don't just sit on the board. I have been elected. Yes. by my constituents as the chairman of the board. I yes. now sit at the head seat of the board. Right. And it's a blessing. That's a and, blessing. And man. every situation that I'm able to walk within, I want to know that God is, I want to show and know that God has been leading my life the whole way. Absolutely. I, the things that I take, uh, and we're going to wrap it up in a minute, but the things I take as, as so true and so honest in my life at the forefront of who I am is a husband and a father. Like, man. You know, I, I I can't allow anything to go above that because I know where my 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 foundation is at. Sure. Where my heart is at, what yes. I really love, what I want to do, and how I want to roll this thing, right? That's what so makes you you. That's that's what makes me me, man. I'm a I'm a I'm a husband of one wife. Come on. And I'm a father Come of on, three. Preacher. I got Come on. <laughs> <laughs> we see, yes, see it go deeper than it's that. It's deeper I, than I, the I cut. You shout out to my wife. Yeah, Yabia Smith. Yeah. I love you, my daughter, Amber and Brooke Smith, and my yeah. son. Come on. D2, D'Angelo Smith Jr. I, I, I thank God for them. They are my foundation. They are the reason why I get up every day and do what I do. Sure. And um, I know you try to throw that preacher in there, but you know that's that. Yeah, that, preacher. I can't, I can't help that. That you know that's God. Preaching that. is a part of who I am, loving God, following God in faith, through faith, and knowing that He's going to cause me to prevail at no matter what. No matter what I do, That's no matter right. what I put my hands to, God is going to make sure that the prevailing peace will be my mantle and be my portion. That's and, huge, and, I, and I'm just faith. You got to have faith. If you ain't you got faith, faith, you don't have nothing. You don't have faith, you don't have anything. So we, we really trying to realize and understand that this whole walk is substratum and its base and its foundation is a walk with God. And, and, and everything that we have here at Deeper Than a Cup, we want to make sure that we pass it on. We want to make sure that we're giving it away because um, holding on to anything. I've, I was once told by my pastor, he told me, true success has successors. Absolutely. And so because I want to be so successful and because you want to be so successful, we started a podcast where we can start creating successors Regional by the gaps. information yes, sir. that we give and the connections and the networks that we have. That's huge. And we want to build this thing to make sure that not just you successful or I'm successful, yeah. but that our community is successful. 100%. That's what we're looking to do. Yeah. We're deeper than the cut. Deep we're here. Cut. Uh, we're live today wow. on YouTube. Let's go. I'm asking that you guys would share, like, comment. Please comment. If you leave your comments, inside of the subject line we'll make sure that we personally come in you. and answer those questions we want to make sure that you are feeling a part of this podcast because the only reason we're doing it is for you we're doing it so that you can experience the uh, the goodness of god the the, the favor of god and, yeah. and be able to walk in the connections that we've already walked through the door in we, we want to open the door to the connections that we have and Let's if you it. would go to youtube spotify uh, uh, um, Instagram, DTAC uh, podcast on Instagram. And then it's Deeper Than a Cut uh, podcast on YouTube. And we want to make sure that you go to Spotify, Deeper Than a Cut 
podcast on Spotify. Check us out on all our social media platforms. Subscribe, Subscribe. please. Do not share. hold this to yourself. We're not holding it, so we're asking that you okay, don't hold it. it. Don't hold it. Pass it on. Give it away and share this uh, this broadcast in which we're coming to you today. We're excited about it. We look forward to sharing more with you. This was just the introduction. We got more to come. More to come. More to come. Deeper than the cut, baby. Cut, baby. Yeah. This is our segment that we call Pick a Side, which simply just means that we're trying to give you two different options of things to choose from. And today we're having uh, a lifelong discussion that has been in the industry of the digital world since uh, cell phones have become part of our lives. And um, this here segment of Pick a Side, we're going to be talking about uh, this unfortunate you know, thing called uh, Apple. Apple. You know, unfortunately, we have to talk about them. You know, yes, because this is a, a long line, a long time debate that has been going on for forever. Do you like Apple or do you like Android? Boom. Hey, hold up, hold up, now we ain't started Boom. yet. What is happening here is that I have my co-host here who loves Apple. He has an Apple phone, an Apple iPad. Uh, Apple MacBook. He got a he got an Apple in his refrigerator. He got an Apple on his <laughs> Apple's uh, everywhere. He got apples everywhere. I mean, he's just an Apple head, right? And so I be sitting here trying to tell him, like, man, you know, Apple is cool. You know, they trillion dollar industry. I give them their credit. Yes, sir. High high, high end uh, worth or what, what what they have, but I'm here to tell you for real, as they always say in the Android world. The next big thing is already here. All Apple do is copy off of Android. That's all they do. Whoa. The whole way. Whoa, that's a the big statement. The whole way. That's a huge statement. Now, come on now. Be real. Tell the truth. Who started having the multi-cameras on their phone first? But Don't, don't pause. Who had the Apple? Who I had the Samsung, I will give Samsung the camera, but our cameras are better now. See, you know so why? It's, it's Burger King across the street from McDonald's. Wow. <laughs> hey, you might like a Big Mac, but I like a Whopper. You feel me? <laughs> so what I'm saying, you like Samsung, but I'm an Apple guy. Our camera's better. See, so, Samsung has proven itself over and over again. Y'all used to have that little weak mini little phone. We did. We came out with the we big did. phone. Now all of a sudden, y'all yeah. want to try and jump on the big phone and come out with yeah. a, 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 a iPro Max. You See, they, they trying to jump on what we do, yeah. and you don't realize that Android has been doing this for so long, and now all of a sudden, they want to act like they created the iPhone Max, or they created the multi-camera. Well, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, it's, the, it's like when you're doing something for so long, and then you're teaching, and you putting your information out there, you give me opportunity, Man. not only to get that, but Man. create and make it better. Because right now, business, business, I got all three. I got my phone, my iPad, yeah. and my tablet yeah. popped up. iCloud going yeah. crazy. You know what I'm saying? Unlimited, yeah. unlimited cloud space. You feel me? Yeah, you got unlimited cloud space, but how much you have to pay? <laughs> But see, but see, one thing for you me, pay for it. but all it's all in the contract. It's all in. It's all uh, Apple all Music. Uh, uh, Apple Music. All that. How much you gotta pay? Not I get to download music for free. Me too. Uh, no, you don't. No, you, you, better, you better go to that Apple Store. You better go to that Apple Store. You better go to that Apple Store. You better know that you gonna have to pay on that Apple. Apple is a good product, 
but they gonna make sure they get every dime out of you they supposed to get. But it's worth it because, because again, for business, sometimes it's been days I left my MacBook, important documents at home, and I have my iPad or my iPhone, that 12 Mac Pro. You feel me? <laughs> and I pull up all my documents and business as usual. You feel me? I don't have to do a hundred back home to go get my phone or go get whatever device I left. I can just plug up or I can go through my watch. You, it's all it's all how you want to do it. You know what I'm saying? Apple everywhere. Apple everywhere, man. You know, I'm just going to end it with this. I'm just going to say this. Apple's everywhere. Uh, Apple got the man in trouble from the beginning, and I ain't touching no more apples with a See, wallet. See, he's going to like a preacher. Go straight to the scripture. You see, they got that bite on that apple. That was Eve. <laughs> That's good. How you going to let us go like that? Like that one. Yeah, but, 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 you know, hey, hey, man, man I can't yeah. fight the word. That's the end of it. Hey, hey, man, I got a comeback. I hit below the belt. I got a dollar industry, man. I got to hit below the belt and get my point across. You did that. You did that. No, but I do. I do like Android. You do like Apple. I respect your opinion. You respect mine. And we move forward from there. But what we going to do from now on, every guest that we have on, we go. We're going to keep a tally. Oh, we're going to see who really likes. No, not what you see. Apple has an unfair advantage because they advertise more and they have, the, you know. But so you can't disrespect. I, I still believe that Android is gonna prove itself out to be well, the better and most effective phone. We can start writing a survey right now in the room. No, 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 no. I believe, I believe, I don't know. My woman, that she might have an apple on her back. Some, she got that apple though. That's why she smiled. See, my man, T got two up. Hey, I think we got one, two, three, four, five, six. He got two apples. That's six against one. We gonna go there. We gonna go there. You see, that's seven against one. Seven against one. You in there too? All right, we gonna go there. This is what we gonna do. We gonna stay away from this because it look like y'all trying to triple double and quadruple team. We gotta, we gotta move forward. It's all good, though. It's all. He gonna come here. He gonna. See what I'm saying? It's all right, you know, man. I feel like I'm getting jumped right now, so we better move to another subject. Come on, man. Another subject that is has been going on for so long. What is? In the sports world, because deeper in the cut is not just about. Uh, business in, in itself and entrepreneurship on its own. It has a, a wide range of topics that we talk about. And one of the topics that we want to speak of today in the sports world is something that has uh, recently happened within the NFL, right? It, the NFL has a situation that arose on yesterday yeah. uh, where at, uh, Antonio Brown, and he's had quite a bit of a checkered past. He's had some things that have been going on within his life and, and, and things that you would call questionable that has happened. And it, it brings a lot of things to question and make you think about what's really happening here. You know, what's really going on. And yesterday, it was such a bizarre scene that happened. I know you all have seen it, but in the middle of the game, I believe it was around the second quarter, that he commits to taking off his shoulder pads. His his teammates are trying to tell him, no, 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 man, we yeah, need you. Chill out. We still got the rest of the game. We down, man. I think it was like 24 to 10. Yeah, we got a chance. And we got a chance. We got it's early on our team. We got the go, right? It's early. And so he decided to take upon himself because of what I believe a situation being where they tried to stop him from reaching certain bonuses, yeah. where they said 
he needed about eight more catches or six more catches to get 300K. Right? right, and he needed uh, one more touchdown to get another 300k. That's a million, right? And there. he needed another 56 yards or something like that to get another 300. So he was about a million dollars. Absolutely. Looking at if he could stay in the game, and they say the coaches pulled him out, right? And so the coaches pulled him out the game, and he felt like he was being stymied or held back. And it's been a known fact around the NFL, NBA, in some parts, sports world. Period. That when you start hitting these bonuses, places that. They feel like they want to try and sit you or sure. not play you as much sure. so that you don't hit those bonus marks, especially if you know that you've had some checker pass. And Antonio Brown commenced to, I'm talking about full out, making a scene, pulled off his pads, pulled off his shirt, pulled off his gloves, threw it in the stands, and walked off on the road the field. in the Jets while the team is still playing on the field. And I, I I I want to know what side do you stand? Do you think he was right for doing that, huh. or do you think he was wrong for the for the melee that or the the scene that Look, he caused? Man, that's the, I'm gonna tell you right now. I, I I can actually speak to both sides, but what I will say to answer the question directly, it was definitely wrong how he handled that situation. I can I can also speak with him on the side, like, hey, you taking opportunities from me. you taking money out of my pocket. And whatever whatever the case was, reason why they didn't put him back in the game, that could have been rectified uh, after the game was over. And so I'm big on decisions. And one thing for sure, and two things for certain, I believe he ruined his career in the NFL. With that decision right there, you had a, another game to play afterwards. We could have rectified that. We could get the million next game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You can yeah. still get the money, just not right, not today. Yeah. You feel me? But then, but then, when you make that type of decision, you ruin. Now we're talking about legacy because guess what? Let's say hypothetically, let's just go on record because it just happened this past Sunday. But let's go on record and say that was his last game we saw Sunday. We watched him Sunday. How he clowned, how he acted. That's how we're always going to remember him. You know what I mean? So That's we got to do better. That's why I'm saying, like, I disagree with the way he handled it. I understand his mindset, but but you have to be able to give yourself an opportunity. You got to stay ready. You never have to get ready if you stay ready for opportunities. Like, yeah, deal with the frustration on the sideline, but don't go that far as to yeah. ruining your legacy. I, I, I tend to agree to a large degree, um, but I think it actually goes quite a bit further than just saying yes or no, whether you think he was right, because uh, as you eloquently put, you you can you can see from both sides, but then there is a way to do it. Yeah. But I think it's something even deeper than both of those aspects of it. I really believe that there is an aspect in his mental that he's dealing with, and and, and I don't think he realizes it uh, how he goes from zero to 10 so fast Absolutely. or he does things by, you know, something as simple as a fake vaccination card. Like they couldn't find yeah, out what was fair. going on. You know, it's things that he has done that speaks to mental illness and it gives cause and concern. And for his friends, it should cause some level of pause to really start thinking because at the end of the day, man, as mad as you are, as a man in your profession, you have to learn how to control your emotions. Yes. Your emotions can either drive you or it can drill you. You, you right. can either let it make you propel you or it can make it or it can kill you. So if, if you don't control your emotions in times, but mental illness won't give you that opportunity to, 
to control your emotions. That's and right. you do yeah. what seems right at that time. And he really felt, and that's what I really believe in my heart, that he really felt like that was the best outlet, yep. the best way to handle yeah, the situation. Yep. And I don't care how you look at it, how much money you missed, how many times you felt like, you know, the team played you or Brady didn't throw you the ball or whatever. Yeah. Whatever came out of that situation, you put yourself at the bare bottom outcome. Absolutely. Because after this, it is over. If you felt like the season was over or your million dollars was over, just think about your career is over. That's where I'm at. I'm still right there. And, and it's over when it didn't have to be because it could have circled back around because the game ended up with Tom Brady throwing a game-winning touchdown to his backup. See that? You could have been in position. We don't know how or where this could have went to, but because you didn't control your emotions yeah. at a time where you felt like that was the best thing to do, you made an irrational decision, and it cost you an opportunity to get what you always wanted anyway. And now you're at a place where you're never going to get that opportunity again. You won't get it back. You will not embarrass billionaires at their place on their job. The circus act. With, 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 with that type of... With that type of uh, Actions. It's mm -hmm. never going to work, and he has really sealed his own fate at this point in time. But more importantly, I really believe and hope that his friends would try to get him help. And I don't know if y'all remember this. I'm going to end this on this. Antonio Brown, it was probably around about six years ago, that he took a vicious hit against Burfitt. You remember against Cincinnati in the playoffs? I remember that. And he took a hit, man, that yeah. I thought, I was like, ooh, I don't know if he's going to ever play again. And he took that hit against his head. And then, like, Burford did it on purpose when he came across the middle. And he Burford was kind of known for that. I really believe at that time, that's when he started really having those mental issues. And if you check back, before that, Antonio Brown was a catching machine, unstoppable, just perfect, cool guy. Yeah, everybody got their issues, but he was cool. But after that moment is when you start seeing Antonio Brown in a different light. And I really believe that and hope that he would get some, some mental help. That's good. So this is our edition of Pick a Side. Um, we will have very uh, various opportunities for our studio guests to pick their side on different topics. Uh, we want now, you within the YouTube uh, content to tell us what side did you pick? What do you think? Leave your comments. Share, like, subscribe, because we're looking forward to getting in co and, and communing and, and talking with you guys through the chat. So if you would... Don't pick up no apple. Pick a side. Leave your comment. Share. Easy. The the similarities that we have um, with being barbers. Yeah. Uh, we're both barbers, but we're both also barber instructors, and so yeah. we have not just learned how to do our craft or how to perform our craft, but now we're at a point where we're teaching it to the next generation. And while I'm uh, kind of lining up uh, halftime, you know, even while I'm kind of lining up, we're just going to kind of give him an opportunity to speak on what was his reasoning for being a barber and, ever, and, and causing it to evolve into now being the teacher, being the educator, being the person that's now uh, responsible for the next generation of an industry that's that we dope. love. So what would you say has been um, the evolution? And speak to us about the evolution of your, your maturation process from being a licensed barber mm -hmm. to now that's a it. licensed instructor. That's good. That's a good question. Um, and 
to be honest, just from a barber perspective, it's, it's so hot because once, once you start building a clientele, you start to realize that it's really more than just a haircut. You know what I mean? It's like it's it's a thing where you, you have to pride yourself on. You have to you have to constantly build and tell yourself to do this every single day. Like that that motor, that mindset. So a lot of people have big dreams, but then what's fueling your dream? It's like to build a clientele, to build the brand that you that you know that that's a, that could, that has the potential to be a staple in the community, right? You have to continue to build. But from just speaking from a barber perspective about this industry, man, I, I'm going to be honest with you. It's the people for me. It's that part. It's okay. the people. You know, the camaraderie, like the connections. Um, I've always been a people person, but once I start actually servicing clients for whatever barber service they prefer, I realize that, that I like people. I like to engage with people on all different levels. Where some 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 people may have some clients may have an attitude one day. You know what I mean? You have to be able to to bring them down you, you, with your personality and your morale and everything that makes you who you are. You have to be able to to, to uh, make that adjustment, make that pivot, that shift, right? So that they can you can bring them back up. So that that's a motivational speaker. I didn't even know I was that person. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like just in the barbering industry, man, alone is 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 so like when I when I'm at the institution, I'm teaching my students. It's like I always talk to them, like, and I tell them it's a fact that 90% of cutting hair has nothing to do with the actual process of servicing a client. Wow, wow! You said, hold on, say that again. 90% of what I do every day has nothing to do with cuts. So you mean to tell me, as a barber in the barbering industry, you telling me? 90% of what I do has nothing has to do, nothing to do with, with a clipper no, or the service in a car. Absolutely not. Oh, man, you got to explain that to me. What Absolutely is the not. real thing? What yeah. is the... If, if that's only 10%, because if it ain't 90, it's only 10%. It's only 10%. What's the 90? So the 90 is everything else. It's personality, it's character, it's professionalism, professional image, code of ethics, mission statement, oh, man, goal planning, mind mapping, it's all about the community, the, the effective communication. Oh man, we're talking about barber. We're talking about barber. Are we talking about yeah. some kind of oh, yeah. Fortune 500 company? Yeah. What are we talking about? We talking yeah. about mind mapping, yeah. and we talking about uh, yeah. decorum, and we talking yes, about we uh, yes, proper we speech and, yeah. and, and and how yes, we, we present ourselves to one another. What is this? That, what, what, what is this that we well, speaking of? Well, because barbering has fell off the shelf for so many years, man. Barbers think it's a hustle. A lot of people, a lot of people, for that for that matter. They think it's a hustle. Yeah. They think that what I do is something they can easily pick up and just make a couple of dollars. Yeah, yeah. But longevity, you will make a couple of dollars one day, but will that same client return? Repeat yeah, For yeah. years in, years out. You know what I mean? So it's the difference maker on how, see, a person might not remember what you said, but they yes. remember how they felt. Absolutely. When they left your the experience. So, so the experience it's, it's more than just coming in and getting a haircut. Oh, absolutely. It's more than just coming in and getting a hairline. Yes. It's more to it. You have to be able to connect with people. Yes. And the connection yes. that you have with people yes. will be the determining factor on whether that customer returns absolutely. or whether that customer leaves. That's right. And speak ill of that particular shop or you as a, a particular barber. Is it? That's very true, bro. Specifics. That's true, man. So, so. 
because you, I know that you've had the opportunity in so many phases of your life and your career in barbering to service top-notch people, to service the everyday person. Sure. What was it that made you feel like you needed to go into teaching, though? Yeah. Because... I've watched you. You have a name within the city of Detroit yes, in the barber industry. What made you want to go from just cutting hair mm -hmm. or servicing a client mm -hmm. or connecting with people? Because yeah. you can do this all day. Yeah. You've been doing it for forever. What was the evolution thought process that goes into now I want to teach it? There's the people again. Um, learning so much from people and being able to see the value in relationships. Yeah. You know, see okay. the value. When you're able to see the value in a relationship, mm -hmm. man, it's lifelong. Relationships are meant to be forever. It's, it's based upon the both parties and how much they're going to invest into that relationship. Yeah. But I, I'm giving my 100% every effort, every opportunity, every every ounce of energy, everything. I'm giving it to it every cut. I don't care if it's 6 o'clock in the morning or 10 o'clock at night. If I'm not going to give you 100%, then I'm not going to sit you down on my chip. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the grind. That's the mindset you have to have. But, but again, for me, from the barbershop to the school and the institution, they need to know, like, this barber industry is not just a hustle. Yeah. No, no takeaway from any person that, that went to college for the MBA, for the bachelor associates, whatever degree that they're trying to attain while going to college, I would never give it up. But I'm going to tell you something. I would never trade this for that. <laughs> because I'm on the inside track and I understand yeah. when you're an entrepreneur and you're in this industry, I have the power and the ability to make my life whatever I want it to be. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Like you just said something right there. You just said something right there. You said that this industry literally puts you in a position to have boundless, boundless. amount of 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 of, mm. of success. Yeah. There's no yeah. ceiling. There's no limit. There's yeah. no hold up. Blow the roof off. Blow the roof <laughs> off. off right now. Blow the roof off. You feel me? So it gives you that 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 ability to just go as far sure. as you as your heart feel. Absolutely. And why is it that you're you're doing that with the students? Because I want to show them, and it's effective. And I and I, I want to show them that. Not only can you become a licensed barber, but I tell them, obtaining your, your barber license is, is the beginning. Because it's a journey that's, that needs to take place um, on that student to, to, to obtain 1,800 clock hours, right? Yes, sir. But then it's another journey. You have to pass your practical exam, then you have to pass your written exam. Yeah. But after that, even though that was a long journey, right? That's a, that's a tough journey to take. 1,800 hours is a lot. That's a lot to take, but it's still the beginning of the rest of your life. Yeah. Because once you obtain that license, baby, I can go anywhere in the United States of America. Yeah. Anywhere with that license, and, and, it, and it opens up opportunity to provide for my family. Anywhere. Any facet of business, anything. Because paperwork, it moves. It moves people. When you license and you have those credentials that's needed to for you to operate in that profession, people respect you. They want to listen to what you have to say. And so I said, I can give this back to all of the students. I need them to understand. Like, we've been looking at barbering in a different way. We've been looking at barbering from a low scale, like, like from low-hanging fruit. Like, everybody wants the money. But yeah. the money, I don't, I don't chase the money. I chase the craft. Yeah. And so when you chase the craft, then you're able to you step into self-actualization in which you're able to give another potential licensed barber that same fire that you have. Yeah. But if you don't have self-actualization for yourself, you don't understand for yourself, how can I give it back? But now I'm changing life from one person to the next because, because they're understanding that barbering 
Barbara, it's not just about quiver. It's so much more that goes into this beyond the quiver aspect of this industry. We know, like I know I'm going to make money because that's by nature of what I'm doing. But I use it as a tool to reach back and help so many other people. And the young men and the young women at the institution, they're floored when I start talking to them. They, they say, for lack, for just, just for, for, for conversation, they say, oh, Hobson, you lying, man. You can't tell me it's like that. I say, man, I've been in this for 30 years. You know, I'm, I'm 44 now. So you're talking about 32 years I've been doing this. I, I can tell you that how many opportunities that you have. And based on what you're doing right now, I can tell. I'm, I'm very observative. I can tell exactly what you're doing and why you need to make that change. And so when we have these conversations in the institution, I want the students to realize like who they are as a person first. That matters. Well, the passion you're talking with, man, made me want to go back to barber school. Come on, I got man, my you license. Can, you can get your hair. to get my license. Get your hair for a second time. Get a double license. Get your hair for a second time. You feel me? <laughs> get it for a second time, dude. Why not? Sir, I need a. I need Why to figure not? Out how, to figure, how to get this thing? Why not? I want to go back and learn from you. Why not? <laughs> Come on, with it. Come on. <laughs> and this, this is this is the big part. When we're in an institution, man, and we're working and we're operating with those students. I get it's a certain joy that comes over me when I see what I've done my whole life make a huge impact over their lives. Not just for the Clippers, but they already they're changing the way they dress. Their dress yeah. code is changing. Yeah. The way they talk is changing. Yeah, yeah. The way they, they talking like me now. When they see me, they be up, they be like, hi, what up? What's up, man? Their energy is all the way up. Yeah. Their motivation, that self-motivation, that confidence within themselves, that the, the main ingredient, the main trait. Of successful and being successful in entrepreneurship is always presented, and I love that because I always tell them, is I always tell them this: it don't matter what you say, it's what you do, and any, anybody can talk it, but you gotta be it every single day. Yeah, it's gonna be a lot of days as an entrepreneur you feel like giving up. It's gonna be a lot of days as an entrepreneur you feel like throwing it a towel, but you if you always resort back to that first mind. That first understanding, that first belief, and that first desire that said, this is what I want. I understand it no matter who uh, understand it or not. This is my lane, and I know the outcome. All I have to do is a formality. All I have to do is follow this path, and I'm going to get what's coming to me. Yes, There's been times my wife didn't, didn't see it. Yeah. She like, baby, you go out to sleep on the couch for a week till you come good with yeah. this, because I don't yeah. really know. <laughs> she's in the medical field, but I'm an entrepreneur in my household. I had to make yeah. it see it. You know what I mean? It takes some fortitude. It takes some fortitude for her to understand. Yeah, like, some motivation. I know you don't see this, yeah. but everything that I'm doing is for us yeah. here. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And understand, when I leave out of here, I remember what she said, so I got to put a smile on her face. Yeah. I got to make that happen. It's got to work. got to make it happen. You feel me? Failure not an option. Failure not an option. You might be helpless. But you're not helpless. You might be, you might be hurting, but you're not helpless. But you're not helpless. Because it's always deeper than a cat. <laughs>